Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 23 of Snapbacks and Beards. We are 23 weeks into this, and uh, what a journey it's been so far. And uh, it's also 12 days away from Money in the Bank, which I'm finding quite surprising. Uh, well, time flies. <laughs> a, a week on Saturday. Saturday coming. It'll be seven days until um, one of the big five pay per views comes to the UK for the first time since 1992. And uh, I'm very excited to be there. I'm not excited for the uh, train strikes, but we'll uh, we'll live. We'll get through it. I, of course, am undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, and you can uh, also find on this app. On this uh, wonderful episode, two wonderful men with beards and snapbacks as well. I, of course, talking about Stu Matos. How are you? I'm very well, my my friend. Uh, how are you doing? <clears throat> Not too bad. And Jay Wrestle Talk. How are you, sir, Johnny? Yeah, um, I'm all good as well. I can't complain, Stu. I must say, you're looking very bronze there. Bronze. <laughs> when when, the, when this goes out, when we get this on on the YouTube channel, I will. I'll. Uh, I might every now and then just keep sort of rolling my arm around so people can kind of. <laughs> I should have worn a vest, really, shouldn't I? To sort of... If you were ever going to cosplay <laughs> Hulk Hogan this week, is the one to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, Johnny is live on TikTok right now, so if you are going to get some questions in, please do. Of course, if you're listening to this when it's released, then it's too late. But um, we're trying something different today. We're going to see if we, if we can get some uh, crowd interaction. We are we are the oh. live going on now, and anyone that's watching the live whilst we are filming this, if you've got questions, uh, anything related to wrestling, WWE, AEW, Impact, New Japan, anything you want, get your questions in, and we'll try and get them answered for you. Yes, absolutely. Now we're going to start off doing Raw and SmackDown recap, talk about what's coming up this week. But Raw feels like a lifetime ago, and. Um, I didn't realize that Damien Priest actually only officially qualified for Money in the Bank this week. It just seems like he's been in that for months. Like, I think it's because we, 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 we just assumed it was going to happen. Yeah. He was the one that, yes. we, that we assumed would be in there. So we just thought, well, yeah, it feels like Priest has always been always qualified. Yeah. And well, um, what I do we still think don't about think he'll uh, win it. Do we think you don't think he's going to win it? I, I, I don't. He would. He he would be my second second pick. He would he would probably, and I'm you know going to get some uh, going to get some heat off you boys for this. He would be my preferred pick to win it, but okay. I I don't think he he will win it. So long as you don't say ricochet, I think we're all right. To be fair. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> um, so what do you reckon, Johnny? Are we going to get um, a high spot from Damien, something impressive that he's not done before? So I'm assuming that Damien is the big guy that they bury with ladders, to, to begin with initially anyway, because <laughs> they've always you've always got the, the token big guy in there, haven't you? Like Omos, for example. Mm -hmm. and it, that big guy always gets buried with the ladders. So I'm pretty yeah. sure that's, that's Damien's role initially coming into the match. Um, yeah. It would be cool for so there's there's a couple of things that could happen. It would be cool. Now I can't believe I'm going to say this. It would be cool if Damian Priest did win. Finn lost to Seth, and then Damian came out, cashed in, and was like, "That's how you do it, Finn." 
that would be mm-hmm. quite cool. But yeah. I still think we don't need any more dissension in the Judgment Day. We don't need that now. <laughs> but <laughs> if I had to pick, whose whose game is it? It's that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. It's his to. It's it's his. It's his game. Um, but we've also got in this match we've got Shinsuke and Santos Escobar, and I believe well LA Knight as well. I think that's everyone. Butch. Oh, Butch. Yes. Butch. Well, Who, uh, and and this is well. this is obviously we spoke about this um, in the chat a, a few days ago, and I've seen lots of people, you know, criticizing the view of oh, there's not enough star power, blah blah blah. When actually, you know, the winner of this is going to be potentially their first ever world championship, which is what Money in the Bank should be about, and all that, yada yada yada, which. I do completely, completely agree with my issue with with this lineup for Money in the Bank is probably barring LA Knight and Damian Priest over the last three months, maybe. They sh- everyone in this match should be being treated as a bigger deal than they are. That that's my issue with the match. I think if you had a <laughs> A Drew McIntyre in there, or a Cody in there, or someone like that, it does legitimise it ever, ever so slightly. But again, that's I, I said to you boys, didn't I? I? I think this match will be fantastic because each performer in their own right is fantastic. Mm. But it's just none of them have really been built up as kind of legitimate winners, even though like they they kind of should be. If that makes sense, you know. Like I know. Even going back to the very first one, Edge probably actually seemed a bit of a, a left field choice to win it when you look at who else was in the match. But it wasn't, it still wasn't as much of a surprise. Like if, if Butch goes and wins the Money in the Bank ladder match in two weeks' time, I'd be absolutely ecstatic because he's fantastic. But it wouldn't really make a lot of sense. Whereas someone of a uh, talent of his caliber, it should make sense for him to win it if that if I'm making mm-hmm. sense. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that does make. I think sense. the very the very essence of Money in the Bank is to build a new star. Um, Shinsuke, I think, yeah. might be his last chance because he is obviously, as we've said, big star just by you know he's got that presence. He's never really, he had he's had you know a chance to win the world title before, um, and you've got to imagine time's running out for him. So I do wonder, like, if he doesn't win this, this. It's probably one of the best opportunities he's going to get to uh, be up the top, you know, one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's again, the match looks good, and I think, as you say, if there isn't any former world champions in this match. I feel like that is a good thing. Yeah. And um, you know, I, again, Butch, Pete Dunne winning that would be more better for me than yeah. uh, Butch winning. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um. But also this week, we have a new world championship, and it's the women's championship is now the women's world championship belt. Of course, it's exactly the same as Rollins' heavyweight belt, except for the white strap. What do we think of this belt? And Johnny, I'll have to go to Stu first, of course. That's absolutely fine. That's absolutely fine. I mean, again, I've said this. I really like the the women's world world championship, and I, I get that... I was someone that was quite against the the new the the new belt that that Reigns has got. 
Um, but I think the white straps that they've done for the women look really cool. I, I actually, although the designs are, you know, like I, I liked the big gold for, for Rollins. I thought that again, that looked pretty cool. And then they, then they brought Reigns' new one out. And I was a bit like, Oh, I'm not really sure about that. Cause it's exactly the same, blah, blah, blah. Then they, then I say Oscars, I really like because of the white strap. And I think the white strap for, for the women's belts, like I say, does just give something a little bit, a little bit different. Um, and I think we can, you know, we'll get used to Rhea holding that for the next 10 years and it'll be fine. Um, yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, I, I'm glad they, I don't necessarily think they needed to do anything too ridiculous for, for the belt. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes just keeping it simple and, you know, it's all about the branding and the imagery these days, isn't it? So it was going to be fair similar, but yeah, I, I, I like it. I'm glad actually they didn't go with anything silly like you know giving Rhea a purple belt or you know a purple strap or something like that because i just i think mm -hmm. that just looks too too gimmicky for a main a main title so yeah no complaints from me about it yeah johnny i was going to say what do you think of the the fact that they do look similar do we think uh, that's it's, uh, making it more equal yeah i would absolutely say it does make both belts more equal and it's annoying as well because Rhea's is actually nicer because i prefer the white strap Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Apart from that, they're they're, they're identical belts, much like Oscars uh, and uh, Romans. But um, it's a lovely belt. It's a lovely belt. I, mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, it's, there's nothing more I could say. It is a it is a lovely belt, and who better to have it first than uh, than Mammy Ace Two? Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. Has them? Has she got an opponent for Money in the Bank? No. Yeah. Not yet, as far as I'm aware, but um, I think she's got a match tonight, hasn't she? Against match against Natalia, exactly. yeah. So mm. that'll be maybe someone okay. will come out after that, maybe. Yeah, hasn't she already had a match with Natalia? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it just happened if you blinked, you missed the match with Natalia, <laughs> yeah. so they thought they'd yes. put it on again. Um, and while we we'll stick to the women's side, actually, we've got uh, another Money in the Bank match announced for next week. It is Trish Stratus against Raquel. In the last Money in the Bank qualifying match on the women's side, who do we think is coming out on top on this one, gentlemen? Trish. Mm, I, I think Trish. Yeah, I, I, I think it'll be Trish. I don't think a loss to someone like Trish hurts Raquel that much. And and we and we know Zoe Stark will get involved. I also think as well that if Trish does end up in the match, she's probably a, a decent shout for the whole thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She couldn't Agreed. do it back in the day because it didn't exist. And yeah. what, what an accolade to, to be able to add on now. And it might even be a case of Zoe Stark holding the ladder for her. Yeah. Or Zoe Stark getting the belt and just go, uh, getting the briefcase and just going, here you go, it's yours. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking along the lines of uh, Trish winning it and Zoe just like literally helping to climb the ladder. Yeah, I thought that. What do we uh, What do we think about the uh, Bailey Shotzi match that they've organised to clearly just get Shotzi in and take Bailey out and add more dissension amongst damage control? I mean, I'm all right with Shotzi being in this. Um, yeah. I mean, I love because we, we need more. We need more botches around ladder matches. So yeah, it'd be <laughs> good to have yes, yeah. yeah, 
Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess you. I guess that's why she's there because he said she was not going to do this match just to have her lose again. Like she must win this time. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's just it's just sowing them extra seeds for damage control split, isn't it? Um, yeah. Which I, I just. And it, don't get me wrong, I, I I just think it's a bit, it's just a bit too obvious at the minute. But that's, you know, yeah. give give fans some credit to sort of work some things out or draw some things out a bit longer. But, it's, you know, that's, they're literally just costing each other accidentally each week now. Like, that's, that is essentially what's happening. Um, but I'll, I'll be I'll be excited for a, an EO Bailey feud. It'd be pretty good. Um, How... How long is Dakota out for? Do we know? Um, if it's an ACL, that could be to like Royal Rumble. That. Yeah, as I say, it could be. Yeah, it could be. It could be a while. Mm. But I think the issue that I have with um, uh, when they do move forward to having whoever, if it's going to be, well, it looks like it's going to be EO, um, feuding with Bailey. It's kind of what we mentioned, or what, yeah, what we've mentioned about previously. Bailey's lost so many matches over the last three, four months. It it doesn't almost it feel it doesn't feel like it's as a bigger deal beating Bailey as it should be at the minute, in my view. Um, you know, if if EO has, you'd predict probably probably two, but it's likely to be three matches in a three in a sort of a three month feud or whatever with Bailey. If she comes out with a two-one overall wit-like thing, that should be massive. But I don't know if it will be. But I don't know if that's just because I think Bailey should be a lot higher up the card than what she is at the minute. Well, I'm assuming that they'll want her at Money in the Bank in some capacity because the UK crowd goes wild for Bailey. So yeah. I'm assuming yeah. they're, they're going to want her there in in some some way or another. And, and I would predict what we'll see in some way, shape or form will be EO climbing the ladder with no one around her. Bailey comes in to hold the ladder and gets drop kicked into the ladder and sends EO flying out the ring. Something like that. That could happen. I think both of them this year are very hard to call. And I do like that. I think we like surprises because like, if you look at any of the, especially in the women's one, just feels like any of them could win that and be like yeah all right yeah agreed you know? and i don't know like with the men's one again i'm not so sure if everyone looks believable to win that but in the women's one certainly i think this is a shout for everybody to win that yeah 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 no um, I, I agree. i'd agree with that i'd agree with that mm. for me I, yeah anyone could win the women's but um for the men it's it's, it's one of one of two people i'd say it has to be I, I think so. I think I think the out the outsider would be Shinsuke, but I mm. I just don't think they've got the stock in him really to do it. Mm. And speaking of great crowd reaction, uh, Dominic hasn't experienced a British crowd yet. So um, Dominic versus Cody Rhodes has been officially announced for Money in the Bank, and he is in for the worst reaction of his entire <laughs> life. <laughs> and I am already so excited for that. But also. Now, this isn't me shitting on Dom Dom because he's doing some great heel work at the moment. I'll give him that. But what a fall from grace in a couple of months where you've headlined WrestleMania 
and you're now facing Dominic Mysterio in a match at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but is is this match essentially just going to be a an ends to a means for a, a proper rematch with Brock for Cody? Well, oh. I'm I'm fully fully hoping that Brock decides. Do you know what? I'll travel. I'm fully yeah. hoping that Brock travels and he comes yeah. out and we see an F5 on Cody Rhodes at Money in the Bank in London at the O2 and the whole place will go batshit for it. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. And obviously we'll talk more about it with we'll talk more about it with um with our predictions in the next next week but yeah I'm I'm back in a a uh, Brock interference in some way shape or form. Yeah, I'm thinking that as well. Um I don't remember the last well 2002, I think, or something like that, when he was, was in his first spell, when he had the last time he was in the UK for WWE. So at some point, he, he must make the uh, trip over. So he's not going to get many more chances to do that. If, if the then, money's there, Brock will do it. Exactly. Yeah. And then as well, if uh, he does it whilst the, the ref's down or not looking or whatever, Dominic Mysterio has a win over Cody Rhodes. Yeah, that's, yeah. It, I, that's I, something I think... like... Well, I think the telling thing will be where this match comes on in the card. Because if it's early doors, if it's match one, Brock can, can be in and out and back on a plane. Yeah. And back in yeah. Saskatchewan before the end of the night. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it could be, I think this, it could be very telling where the match is. Um, Do we, has Dominic won a match on pay-per-view yet? Um, where, did, where did they win the tag titles? Was that on Raw or was it pay-per-view? Oh well, this version of Dom, I should say. <laughs> oh, this this version of Dom, probably not. That's not his job. Yeah. His job, his <laughs> job isn't to win. Um, yeah. This has this version of Dom had a singles match on pay per view. Well, WrestleMania. He lost. Yeah, he lost to Ray, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that but might have been the only that. one. Mm. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking like he I doesn't think often they, win matches. I think they won the SmackDown titles on SmackDown. I think. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, I can't. But yeah, apart from that, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, he needs a win at some point, and Cody's won plenty of them. So, uh, you know, just let him have that more hard times and get him beat off this rookie. <laughs> but also, Chad Gable got a win this week. He did. I'm delighted. He beat Eric, and this whole thing with the uh, maximum male models, I think, has just stopped. And now yeah. she's uh, decided to be part of the Alpha Academy. Um, interesting. We mentioned Chad Gable's going to start off a new character this week. It looks like he's Max Dupree's trainer. But a win. I'm just so pleased. Yeah. So, sorry. Um, so, LA Knight was obviously Max Dupree, wasn't he? And she's Maxine Dupree. Were they meant to be related then? Were they meant yeah. to be brother and sister? Yeah. Something like oh, that, okay. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then... You realize really that's not what it. he's about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't realize that just wasn't going to work because it wasn't very good. Mm. I sort of thought, well, exactly. LA Knight was like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. And being a, such a big fan of him, when Max Debris came out, I was like, all right, I'll 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 back this just because of who it is. I don't like it, but I've got to support the guy. And thankfully, Triple H came in and realized that, no, no, you. No, that's that's not going to work. No, no. 
that's pretty much what what I've done with um with Butch. Yeah. Well, I, I really really like Pete Dunn, so I will support Butch as much as much <laughs> as I possibly can. Um, and one of the unsung heroes of Raw is Kevin Owens, who throws a fit every single opportunity when something doesn't go right. And it's it's one of one of the worst parts of Raw. It's one of the I'm best so, parts of Raw. Oh, I'm so fed up of it now. Like just yeah, it's so every, good. It's really not. It's really not so good. It's just. I think Kevin Owens. He reminds me of like a typical internet wrestling fan at the moment. Yeah, um, and it's, it's great. It's great to uh, see. I love it. It absolutely does my head in. Like it was really, it was really funny when he did it off the cuff again at Dolph Ziggler about five years ago. Really funny. Now it's just happening every week where they're setting up these situations for him to play on it. I just think it's too contrived, and I I'm not for it. I'm not about it. And that's the beauty of wrestling. We can agree to disagree. Yep. That exactly is it. That. Yeah. That is yep. it. Yep. I think that's... if he continues to do this every single week for the next two months, I'll be like, okay, we, we get it. You're, you're an angry man. Like, just calm down a bit. <laughs> um, do we see Imperium taking the tag titles off them? No. No. They could, but probably not. Okay. Well, going on to SmackDown, we have a tag team uh, battle royal, a gauntlet match. And, of course, the Brawling Brutes go all the way. And as expected, they uh, lose to Pretty Deadly in the most chicken shit heel way possible, of course, because that's what they are. And uh, what do we think of Pretty Deadly being the number one contenders? Now, I know he was in the chat earlier i don't know if he's there now but if you are i apologize ross because i know that ross, he's also sent a question in um i know that ross does love uh pretty deadly um no they don't do it for me sorry There's... i don't i don't i don't buy pretty deadly right now. i don't not at the moment anyway maybe they'll grow on me on the main roster they didn't on nxt maybe they will on the main roster but nah i, I can't live behind them right now so for, for no me, boys. <laughs> no boy, for me, no it's boy. Sort of like, <laughs> I, I haven't got an issue with Pretty Deadly. My issue is the Brawling Brutes, Imperium, um, Street Profits, probably the LWO, probably the OC are all better positioned in my view and more believable and more deserving to win the tag titles than pretty deadly at the minute it, if they had come up from nxt as you know three or four time nxt tag team champions or you know something like that quite possibly but they've kind of come up as nothing and they're still a little bit nothing I just don't. I don't think they're ready, and they should be getting that spot right now. Is is my view of it? Um, mm -hmm. I would, and I think I've said this before. I would like to see some form of, uh, you know, that they had the gauntlet match on SmackDown, have a gauntlet match on Raw, and have your two winners of that have a triple threat tag team with uh, Money in the Bank or somewhere, and just have KO and Sammy lose both belts. That that way, I'd one have Imperium take mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd have Imperium yeah, like take them off them for for Raw, and 
I do love me the OC, but I'd probably have the Brawling Brutes take them off and off from the SmackDown side of it. Would probably be my my way of doing it. But you know, so we're not a fan of well, no. Stu said he doesn't mind them. He also <laughs> said that he's getting annoyed by Kevin Owens and he thinks that Wardlow does a better whisper in the wind than Jeff Hardy. I'm starting to... Wardlow to does a better whisper in the wind than Jeff Hardy. No, he doesn't. <laughs> did you not... And did you see his swanton? Wardlow does I better did. moves than Jeff Hardy. It's a fact now. Yeah. Tell me when I'm telling you... lies. It's just... Oh. Oh, we will get on to that. <laughs> we've got we've got questions about we've got a question about that as well. We um we need to discuss this. Michael Cole really doesn't like Top Dollar though, because uh, some things happen behind the scenes where Michael Cole is has got a pass to just insult this guy. You know, yeah. Dollar, like you know, like <laughs> what happened there? Yeah, I, and and I don't think that's uh, that for me feels like a very Vince move like i just i i don't necessarily think that that's okay like i know you tend to have you know like a heel or a face commentator that has their favorites and stuff like that but that partially mm -hmm. feels a bit like a personal attack that i that i'm not a yeah. huge fan of yeah yeah um and i've heard there was behind the scenes things about people aren't too pleased with uh, top dollar i don't know Obviously, I'm not a, a journalist who sees this stuff, but supposedly there's heat backstage with him. Um, and maybe that's why they lost in 10 seconds. Yeah. But, I, um, I don't think the hit row experiment yeah. has has worked when Swerve was kind of the main thing for hit, for hit row and they brought him back yeah. without him. Swerve has made the best decision <laughs> out of all of them, yeah. to be fair. So yeah, yeah, can't moan at him for going where he's gone and staying where he is because yeah, is mm -hmm. is, is B Cap a wrestler? Has she had a match, or is she just? She uh, was in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, or is she just a um like a valet sort of thing? I, I feel know. like she looks like someone who could probably be, be a decent wrestler if she was given the chance. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing as well. Ashanti's not bad. He's mm -hmm. not. Um, no, just flop dollar is <laughs> just flop dollar, just flop dollar, just flop dollar. Um, yeah, and we do have some amazing promo segments to discuss. And as we've mentioned about um, on AW, we will get to that one. But I must talk about this the best promo she's ever cut, without a doubt, for me. Bianca Belair on the Grayson Waller yeah. effect, who Grayson Waller seems to have forgotten that he's a wrestler, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Yes, Grayson Waller had Charlotte on the Grayson Waller effect. Bianca comes out, and what a promo from this girl. Like, that's what we want. Yep. What do you think, Johnny? Uh, yeah, I think I think that heel turn's coming for Bianca. Mm. I feel like there was, there was, I feel it was still a face promo, but there was essence of, of heel trying to, trying to nip through and, if it's a, if it's a slow burn, but she ultimately turns heel, then then great. But I don't mm. think she can be a face anymore. It's not working, and it's become stale and boring. And if she wants to reinvent herself, then now is the is the time to do it. And it needs a heel turn to do that. Yeah, what do we think, Stu? Um, yeah, uh, pre pretty much the same. And I did a 
I was what I watched watched SmackDown, and um, I did a video pretty much straight after she done she done the promo, and I sort of said how it was the best the best promo we've seen from from Bianca. Um, I did also say, and I do feel that had Charlotte lifted it a notch, would be how would Bianca have reacted to to that? Because I do think as a Probably as a, in a promo, in all, in all, not you know, face or a heel promo. I think Charlotte is a better promo than Bianca. So I think for for Bianca to really build on herself and build on her promos, maybe try and draw her away from having promo battles with Charlotte. Potentially, um, I feel that would be a little bit like sticking me into AEW and sending me into a promo battle with MJF or something like I just absolutely mm. um but you know yeah that's what we've been crying out for we've been crying out for this side of Bianca so yeah no complaints from me at all yeah she about putting respect on her name and that's very true and you know she hasn't won the title 14 times she's just held it longer than anybody in the last well since Fabulous Moolah you can't really argue with you know that and she is showing signs of being a heel Again, I remember when Edge was babyface in 2004 and he came back and everyone started booing him. He was like, all right then, so you want to boo me, do you? All right, well, let's give you a reason to boo me. So I think Bianca's <laughs> Watch me now. now where she becomes obsessed. Yeah. yeah. This whole thing where she becomes obsessed with winning the world championship back and she can't do it. Constantly like losing the opportunity and that drives her insane and obviously eventually just snaps completely and turns heel. And we saw that aggression there that she definitely has it. In her locker to do that. Um, so hopefully, it comes soon. I think we see her interfere in the match between Bianca, and, uh, sorry, between Charlotte and Asuka. Well, she said she's going to be ringside, didn't she, for the match? Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming oh, we do get that interference. You could also even have her backstage cutting a segment with Montez, uh, saying, like, not, not name him, but obviously know who, who she's talking about, but being like, He's holding you back. He's holding you back, um, mm -hmm. and and cause a little rift there as well. Maybe Tez joins her on the uh, the dark side. Guys, any questions you've got coming in? Stick around. We will get them answered. And I think um, in the WWE fashion, obviously Charlotte is going to tie her dad's record. Probably break it. I just want them to do it soon, just to get out of the way, so they'll stop talking about it. But she'll probably win the title of Oscar. Then she'll lose it to Bianca the next night at Money in the Bank. Then she'll win it back at SummerSlam because she's unbeaten on SummerSlam. Then she'll be the 16-time champ. And then Bianca will win it back at WrestleMania. That's not a long way off. But a heel Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. You know, maybe I can get behind that. So I'm going to go with that slow-burning thing of Charlotte being champion until WrestleMania. Um, but I think that's the right way to do it. So, My only question with that is, would, and I'm sure as we are further and further on the road to WrestleMania next year, have this conversation many times, but will will fans get behind Charlotte as a face because of how many times she just gets inserted into title pictures and and stuff like that? That that would be my probably question. Have the I don't effect know. where Bianca will probably get cheered more. <laughs> yeah, like Reigns, you know, yeah. like it'll have that same effect where like, oh, you're a heel, so you're interesting now, so we'll cheer you. Yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, but I guess this is the testament to her heel work. But when Charlotte tries to become face, it's just not believable. Like I, I'm not, I'm not buying it mm -hmm. because. But I again, like I say, I guess that is a testament to her heel work that she is such a good heel. Um, but yeah, when she when she does do face, I just I'm just not buying it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Obviously, it's going to be interesting to see if anything happens at Money in the Bank. Obviously, it's all stuck on SmackDown the day before. I feel like maybe they are going to try and make SmackDown the day before Money in the Bank feel important, not just a throwaway show. I just feel like they're trying to, you know, the women's title match, they're trying to make it at some degree worth watching when most of the time it should be quite lazy. Um, yeah, but what do I think? Usually, with go home shows, are a bit like that, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're terrible like that. Um, but Elliot Knight had a match on SmackDown and um, he lost to Santos Escobar. I'm not worried, I think this is just everyone who's in the money in the back match is going to get a victory before the show. So it's like, who's gonna, you know, whose momentum is going to be going um, on when money in the bank happens? Who's going to be on the best winning streak? None of them, because they'll probably all like, you know, she'll probably, Santos will probably lose next week to whoever else is in the Money in the Bank match from the SmackDown side, Butch. So, you know, I just feel like it's getting everyone a victory before the big match, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm I not mean, concerned at all by that. Yeah. I mean, he just got played at his own game, didn't he? He tried the roll up. Santos reversed it. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. don't think there's anything to worry about. Um, I was yeah. just thinking, actually, I wonder if, Bronson Reed is going to get involved in the actual match itself and take out Shinsuke and uh, Ricochet because there, there's something there as well, isn't there, between the three of them at the moment? So you know. yes, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. There the may be, as we've seen tonight, is the return of Logan Paul. So is that him adding himself into this match? Uh, I wouldn't rule that out, and I also wouldn't rule out Mr. McIntyre. There could potentially be eight, eight people in this match. So uh, I, I, I still think we're going to get Mr. McIntyre after Money in the Bank, whether it's after a title defence or on the Raw after, I think, is when Drew comes back. Um, but I think Logan would be interesting. He would be an interesting concept, but... Mm -hmm. Is Here's he deserving? Well, sorry, sorry. I you no, no, no. That's that, that. That was just my my question. Like, and that we've we've said before how we probably now have to really recognise um, how good of a performer he actually is. But I, I, I'm I still, despite it being 2023, I'm still not ready for a, a social media influencer to be my world champion just yet unless it's going to be me like it's not, I'm not <laughs> ready for it. it's um unless unless he's going to be full-time or it's going to be a quick cash in um i don't think you can put it on someone that's part-time the briefcase right. i think it has to be on someone that's gonna sorry be there week in week out mm -hmm. um yeah. i just had a, a devil's advocate moment that i want to run past you two boys so <laughs> The last time uh, WWE had a pay-per-view in the UK, Solo Sokoa was hiding under the ring and came out and cost Drew McIntyre. 
So what if Drew McIntyre is hiding under the ring and comes out and costs Solo and then, I don't know, maybe he lays out Roman, maybe he, then we hear L.A. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the only thing I have thing with that is that would mean that this uh, brand split becomes even more irrelevant because uh, he's attacking someone who technically you'll never see till yeah. Yeah. the next draft. Um, okay, I can see him taking out uh, Seth Rollins after yeah. the match. Yeah, I can see that. And if the money in the bank match, if the men's money in the bank match is first, that could have an impact on uh, if he gets cashed in on. Yeah. But I think if you want to have a Drew heel turn, put him against Seth Rollins. This is probably the you know the way to go with that. I mean, yeah. as long as Tyson Fury doesn't start singing at the end. Then we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that anymore. Um, and it wasn't meant to be on TV, that. But uh, no, yes. yeah. <laughs> now, of course, the a big talking point is a certain segment involving the bloodline. But I want to change things a little bit. We'll get to that as the main event of the show. So let's talk about something that happened on Saturday, shall we? Let's talk about Wardlow losing the TNT title to Luchasaurus. Oh, what are we <laughs> how do they what keep dropping the ball on Wardlow? How I love Luchasaurus, but it's like, why, why are you doing this to him now? He doesn't need it yet. I, you know, again, I like Luchasaurus, but it's more like Christian Cage, essentially, his way of winning the title off Wardlow by having his monster do it for him. But uh, yeah. TNT title, um, bit of hot potato, it's just, just hot potato. And I've, I've actually got a video that I've done, um, literally. It wasn't long ago where, you know, Wardlow was in his midst of his feud with MJF and he was walking to the ring with no music and getting the Goldberg treatment and, you know, all this stuff. And since then, it just feels like they don't know what they're doing with him. And he's just hot potato in a TNT title. And I don't know. I think mm. he needs a he needs a big reset. And I'm not quite sure what that reset looks like. How do we feel about this, uh, Johnny? Well, I think he needs a reset. He probably needs his own move set as well to stop being <laughs> harder boys. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I don't. I don't hate Wardlow. Um, I just disagree with some things Stu says about him. Um, <laughs> uh, but I also I don't mind Luchasaurus. So I don't mind him having the belt. Uh, would I rather that Christian had won it? Yeah, because I think Christian's great. He has been for, for a lot of years. I'm a big fan of his. But like you say, it's his way of, of having the belt without actually having the belt. And it's it's one up on Wardlow, isn't it? So, uh, But mm -hmm. yeah, they do. I assume Wardlow does get it back at some point, uh, maybe like in a couple of weeks. But yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at Luchasaurus having it. It's yeah. just the hot potato effect that I'm not, not a fan of. I just... People completely forget that Powerhouse Hobbs had the TNT title as well. Mm. Yeah. He had it for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, it just seems a bit, a bit silly. But of course, on Collision, we know this show pretty much was made for one person. And it is CM Punk, who made his return this week at Collision, opened the show, and he's still the AEW champion, so he says. I mean, I guess he never lost it. He's got it in his bag there. And um, 
he made a little dig at the young bucks and i maintain this till the day i die cm punk they can't lay cm punk's boots the elite so i i'm very much a cm punk fan and i'm glad to see him back what do you guys think okay i know you've got some some thoughts on this no to be fair i've as, as i've said i i three quarters agree with with what johnny says um i just <laughs> I, I just feel that that kenny omega is much much of a better wrestler than cm punk is um i i don't uh you know we've spoke about this i don't think that omega is a, a promo than punk I, I don't think there are many people that can sort of go mouth to mouth or stick to stick or whatever with with punk in a in a promo battle um, I don't, um but, that's usually lee's job uh yeah yeah well <laughs> well um i but yeah i think and again i've i've mentioned this in in videos that i've done i my my worry is the rod for his own back that tony khan's kind of creating because we know how tribal wrestling fans are and having essentially created a brand or created a, a show because cm punk and the elite can't be in the same locker room together for a, like, a long period of time feels like you're creating a very a very top potentially toxic or potential divide within the company um i think the whole situation was was quite ridiculous because punk didn't need to air it out how he did in my opinion um i also don't think as vps of a company the bucks and omega if they did can react how they reacted um so i don't think any of that i don't think anyone has come out of that situation looking very good to be honest with you um and it would just be it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of months we know you know the the money says you we get the elite versus cm punk in some way shape or form but will will they do that will be able to to come to some sort of arrangement for that that's mm -hmm. that that's that's the that's the key question isn't it that's the one can they coexist even just for one match mm -hmm. you know what do we think johnny do you think uh this six-man tag match will that we keep talking about do you think we'll actually get it i think we almost have to i don't like you guys saying i don't think they can ignore the fact that it's it's public knowledge what has gone on and like you say it's, it's created for one guy and one guy only uh who said a line that, that i will quote in a minute that absolutely blew me out of the water i thought it was brilliant um but yeah i don't i don't think we can ignore ignore the fact that this needs to happen and i think money talks uh tony could probably get it done um but yeah matt and nick jackson can fuck off as far as i like um yeah i like i like kenny um i don't really care for 
Adam Page, but Adam Page's uh, promos that you want to go to sleep. So yeah. Um, Speaking of promos, tell me when I'm telling lies. David Zasloff calls me one Bill Phil, and you know why? Because I'm the only, I'm the one genuine article in a business full of counterfeit bucks. What a line! What a line! I, I do. That was unreal. But one thing, and again, we so spoke good. about this. We we spoke about this. I actually think that. Page is the real snaky one out of this whole situation because I I feel like he has lit the touch paper and just stepped stepped back from it. I think because I don't know. I think if you've seen a few of them videos, he has chopped Punk like in the tooth, like proper in the mouth. Like he, that was deliberate. That was meant. Um. And it's almost kind of like punks then react to that and spoke about him and all this stuff. And then Paige has kind of gone to his friends and been like, oh, he's he's picking on me. He's saying these things about me. And then they go and do something. And Paige has just stood there in the background, like snaking mm. away with it. But, you know, I like, like I've said, and I'll always maintain, I know that um obviously punk's uh press conference you know he said he's you know works with children or he's surrounded by children or whatever you know whatever he came out with yeah i i, I do agree with that in some respect and the you know the young bucks reaction to it kind of proves his point with that but i also think punk coming out with that himself makes himself look a little bit childish like i said i don't think any of them have come out looking particularly sort of um a hundred percent in you know in the right or or what have you um but yeah I, like like we say i think the fans know what's gone knows something has gone on and uh, and they'd be stupid not to try and make some money off it and i just realized when you said about adam page then basically he, he adam page is dominic mysterio but in real life Adam Page yes. is real life Dominic Mysterio in this scenario. I think one of the things you look at with people like him is um, the biggest wrestling company in the world haven't touched him. That to me suggests that they kind of don't like his attitude because to not once be contacted by WWE, yeah. you know, mm. when he's someone as talented as he is. You'd have thought that have at least approached him, but it sounds like that happened. Although I wonder, will, do you think they will now? Do you, do you like? And I know it's it it feels unlikely because of their backstage positions, but if there was ever a time to potentially try and convince the Bucks and Omega to jump ship, it's it's got to be got to be now, hasn't it? Realistically, but I would say so. Would they would they rather have that and never have Punk back again? Because he would just he would just never go back, would he? Or would they potentially hold out for one more punk run and not, not bother with the elite? I think they need to make that Seth Rollins match happen after what he that comment that he made called him a cancer and calling him by his real name as well. I was like, that is a storyline that's a personal situation here. 
that they need to bring into the story because that will get a lot of people watching. But similar to CM Punk with the Elite right now, like that is genuine hatred there. They need to make that a storyline. There's a lot of money to be made. Unfortunately, I feel like the Young Bucks and the, and the, the Elite are the kind of people who would wrestle for free, where they're more interested in the wrestling match than the money-making from storytelling. That's my concern about them, and I just wonder if they'll not be interested in that. Mm. Yeah, no, um, I, I, which, I get it. It's, yeah. it's a valid point, isn't it? It's the money-making business, and I feel like a lot of wrestlers forget that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. One thing that one thing that I will say, um, I can totally see why um, Jay White made the decision that Jay White made. I think he made the wrong one because I don't think he's been used very well in AW mm-hmm. right now. That I, I... He, he he should not. He's someone like Jay White should not be being used as a footnote in uh, CM Punk return. Like he was just there. Like it, it, it'd be totally different if we'd, if they'd had Jay White versus CM Punk or, you know, CM Punk interrupts Jay White or Jay White, Jay White interrupts CM Punk or something like that. I'd be all for it. But he was literally just a third part in a tag match made to bring to have punk back and i'm i'm not for that i don't i i don't mm. think that's the way to use jay white i don't think he's been used very well since he's come to AEW. personally i can i completely agree i do completely agree i think they've they've got him just thank you microphone thank you you've muted yourself john uh, so basically i was as well johnny's trying to sort, sort his thing out he's muted um I was going to say that like someone like Jay White, I feel like he would have had to work harder to develop himself as a star in WWE. And maybe he just didn't want yeah. the challenge, which is a bit of a shame that someone who I quite like as well just maybe wasn't up for the challenge of getting himself over in a company like WWE, which would have been a lot harder because everyone at oh, every great. single wrestler gets cheated in AEW. Yeah. Uh, so I'd yeah, and he's, he's obviously have... got the relationship with with them over there, but mm-hmm. yeah. just, and I get you know yeah. I do understand it. You know you want to work with your friends, and you know you get paid. I'm sure he gets paid very handsomely. It's oh just, yeah, WWE would uh, give him a lot more than that because no matter what people want to say, AEW still doesn't have the same money that WWE does. So that, by the way, and not this. The, the, they're still not the same draw either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Johnny? Do you think um, Jay White maybe just don't want to say it wasn't up for the challenge, but do you think not uh, going at WWE is basically a nobody, essentially, having to build himself back up? Do you think that put him off? Um, no, not necessarily, because I think, well, I say not necessarily, but I feel like a lot of WWE fans stick to WWE and don't really look outside it, but then you do get like there will be a certain crowd that knew who I, I still think he would get a massive pop if he debuted in WWE, but 
maybe now more so after being in AEW because he's probably now more of a household name than he was potentially six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, through no fault of his own because he's, he's a great wrestler. Um, I wouldn't say I didn't think he's up to the challenge, but he might have had to work a little bit harder than his name should put him in at an entry level if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think like you say with with him if he had come into if he had debuted you know the night after mania to open a to answer an open challenge or something like that it would have to be a case where literally as they started his music his name would have to appear on the tron to get a reaction whereas actually if people knew if he came in with his you know original music that he's been using in new japan and you know other places would people recognize that as him straight away or would they have needed to have seen you know his name on the name on the chart yeah Mm -hmm. remember idris dals came up and just said phenomenal on the screen he didn't say his name yeah no and everyone the camera the cameraman (laughs) fucked that up didn't he yeah (laughs) Yeah, right mess of that yeah, made an awful mess of it. I think it's having someone like JY debut, they'd have to know which cities you'd get the best reaction first. Yeah. So if it's wherever like he would get the biggest reaction, that's probably where you want them to debut, so they get the best effect. I can't remember where WWE was for the Royal Rumble 2016, but um, I presume it was a wrestling city, you know, one of those big ones where you'll get a big reaction. Yeah, and obviously that worked for AJ Styles. Um, yeah, have a look. Yeah, Kenny Omega again. Probably if he debuted in Canada, that would be a big reaction again. Yeah, Yeah. if Kenny Omega came out to Edge, then that would probably get in in Toronto or something like that. That would probably get quite a big reaction, wouldn't it? Yeah, I thought so. So, Um, where are we talking? Rumble 2016 was Florida, was Orlando. Yeah, my there you go. So, that's you know again quite a lot of wrestling fans in florida it's quite a you know big reaction for the crowd yeah yeah so again like that worked because of the reaction where if it was in a city where i don't know kentucky or something where i mean it's just an example it might be a big wrestling city but the idea of like oh it's him you know but instead you got a yeah. big reaction so that's that would be the need to judge how the crowd reacts to jay white i think in different cities Agreed. He yeah, signed a multi-year no, contract now, so it's going to be ages anyway. But um, he still, one day he might get WWE because he is still quite a young guy as well. I don't even know how old he is. Is he early thirties or? Jay, uh, sorry, Google is a wonderful place. Jay White's age is oh, he's uh, thirty. So that's so much time. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that, is, that is really young. Really yeah. young, <laughs> Really young. He's got time. <laughs> He's got loads of time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've still All got, right, still got the chance to see him and Will Ospreay in WWE. Yeah, so. you, you should get that. I think uh, he'll definitely make an appearance in a match at um, All Out. And All Out is the Usos situation now. They, of course... In this incredible segment on the end of SmackDown, oh. one of the best segments I've ever seen in wrestling. And when you consider the actual era and all the other times and the ruthless aggression era that were fantastic, and this is still up there as one of the best. 
you know, long-term storytelling. When they want to, they can do it. And um, again, Joshua Fatu deserves an Oscar because what what an actor he is! Like, oh, he's so good. <laughs> and that they went there with the with real names, didn't they? They went they yeah. they, they went yeah. the whole hog for it. Yeah. Listen to him, Joshua. Um, you know, <laughs> watch what your big brother's doing, Joshua. Take yeah. after him, Joshua. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, unbelievable. Flawless. Flawless. I Rain sold that double super kick. I thought that he had generally turned on. I thought he generally turned on Jimmy. I was like, oh no, he has. Oh, we're gonna get the Usos against each other. And then he does that. Like yeah. oh yeah. Unbelievable. But yeah, that that, that second that second bump from range, that double super mm -hmm. kick. Unreal. He fair play. He's he's the head of the table. Obviously, there is cousins, and it goes deeper than that in real life. But he's the head of the table, and he did everything he needed to do in that moment to put the Usos over and do exactly what needed to be done and what was best for business. He sold that super kick so far down the river. He sold it so well, and. It's yeah. like his neck like snaps back against the like yeah, as it, as yeah. it hits the uh, the mat. It's so good, so good. And you see so his face good. afterwards, where he looks like he's just been shot. Um, drama at its finest in wrestling, cinema in wrestling, as we call it. Have you guys caught the uh, the videos of when when it went off air and the well, uh, yeah the the and the fans giving the uh, "You deserve it" chant? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so good. So dope. Oh, so just... Everything, everything that was needed for that segment was there. Yeah, Johnny, you didn't you watch well. it live. So, um, how did you react to that? Did you, when you saw Jay do the whole speech, did you think that he's kicking Jamie out of the uh, bloodline? So, I did until about maybe like a second before. Because I, when I watch it the next morning, I don't look at my phone in our WhatsApp group. I don't look at TikTok. I don't, I don't go on my phone at all before I've watched it because I hate, I know you guys don't mind them. I absolutely hate spoilers. I have to see it firsthand myself, um, apart from all the R-Truth spoilers. If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I I popped big time. And then before smackdown finished rewound it to watch it again and then and then watched it from there on but i thought he was going to turn until about a second before he said and so am i and then i i did there was a split moment where i thought oh he's gonna he is gonna super kick roman and but and he did and yeah yeah it was in the words of aj styles it was phenomenal Absolutely. It's just, it just yeah. every time Jay gets on the microphone, it's better. Every single time. It doesn't get, ever stay the same or get any worse. It always goes up. It's always that next level. And he does it every time. Yeah. Mm, he does. And now we have a bloodline civil war at Money in the Bank. So not only do we have the Money in the Bank match, not only do we have um dominic against cody we also have rollins against finn balor but we also now have the bloodline civil war which uh oh my gosh what a match 
we've got coming for us. It's a stacked Money in the Bank card, isn't it, to be fair? Yeah, mm. yeah it, is, it really yeah. is, actually. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be going to be an experience. The only because... confusing part of the bloodline is Roman Reigns is still a champion. Yes, the bloodline might be, you know, no more, but he is still the champion. And so until he loses that belt, yes, he doesn't have people helping him, but he's still on top. He still doesn't need to carry three belts around with him, though. Yeah, I think that that's for the memes more than anything now, isn't it? I think they've yeah, done just... that on purpose for the oh, Roman three belts memes. Let's just get rid of it. Is, rid it is of ridiculous. So You've been ridiculous. given one, yeah. so why why is Paul still got the other two? <laughs> but yeah, I, it's just uh, that segment could not have gone any better, in my view. Mm. Um, yeah, it was absolutely and, quality. Yeah. It would be an interesting match at Money in the Bank as well, because obviously Solo is a force in himself and Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns. But let's not forget, we're probably looking at the best tag team. Well, we are looking at the best tag team in WWE uh, right now, m maybe even ever. Um, they're, in that, they're in that conversation. They are in yeah. that conversation. Um, Roman and Solo aren't a tag team. So yeah. if the Usos Roman were to come out with... Either. Yeah, exactly. They're not twins, not just brothers. They're not twins. Um, I wouldn't be a hundred percent set in stone that Roman and Solo do win this match. Mm -hmm. yeah. At the moment, he, he, he doesn't need to. There's no championship involved either. So no, and again, so Solo could take the pin. It doesn't affect Roman, does it? Yeah. Um, what 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 I would like, to, or I say I'd like to see. I, what I think would be an interesting branch off now for, for Roman is where he becomes immensely paranoid right let him um you know let him because he's you know he's a very good looking bloke and he let's be honest he's a good looking chap you know grow out his beard a little bit don't have it always cleaned in you know all this stuff have the Usos win at Money in the Bank? Have Solo take the pin? Have Roman become really, really paranoid about, you know, not being able to keep the belt and losing the Usos and doing all this and go a bit crazy with it? Like, let him, like, I'd, I'd be all for that. Like, just, mm -hmm. just have him become quite wild with it. Um, I don't know, just, it's something a bit different for him. And I think he could probably pull it off because he seems to have come back from the pandemic and just, god mode as we know so yeah you could even go as far to have him have some title defenses but be that paranoid that he's going to lose the belts now because he hasn't got all the backup that he did have yeah. that he resorts to essentially losing the match because he's got himself disqualified because he's hit them with a chair or, or because he's that paranoid that he's going to lose the belt until he gets forced into a situation where they use the if you you like if you yeah. use a chair it you lose the belt sort of thing yeah but they could they could start going down that route where he is losing but he's not being pinned yeah yeah, yeah. or again you know I, I probably wouldn't want this for a long period of time but that you know that situation where he really is you know le not even subtly but really leaning in solo being like you're, you're gonna win me this match like when the ref is down, you are going to do this and you will do this. Like, mm. 
you know, to like really hammer it home that actually he's he is feeling that that he needs to do everything he can to to keep the title. What would be a real uh, interesting thing would be um, Roman could act like he's defeated and stuff, but then because he is, you know, the tribal chief and he is the top dog, he's always got an ace up his sleeve in walks Jacob Fatu, who hasn't been signed to WWE as far as I know. No. We'll be like, you think uh, you think I'm down? Don't worry, yeah. I've always got something. I've always got something, you know. <laughs> never rule it out. You couldn't rule it out. I do think Rikishi is going to get involved at some point, you know, because again, it's their dad. There's, you know, three yeah. of them. It's their dad, and he is the rock's not going to appear. Like, I don't think he'll ever appear. But you know, Rikishi is very much involved in that storyline. It's like, look, lads, what's going on here? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Again, maybe that could be the the start of Roman's paranoia. He's he's he sends sends the wise man to find out where solo is and sees him getting out of a car with rikishi or something right yeah 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 yeah. you know but and then at at mania 40 we get jacob solo and roman versus the usos and the rock with rikishi as special ref <laughs> then Archie's cashes in the money in the bank that he won. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the money the money in the bank that our truth won by winning the rumble Yep. Yes. Come on, Archery. <laughs> Up the Archery. <laughs> so, where do we see this ending? Like, what, what do you think? Like, where does this stop? I mean, it, it, you know, it's brilliant, but at some point, I think stops. <laughs> I think the the ending is is Roman uh, dropping the belt eventually. Now, I'm in two minds with this. It either happens really quickly or it's not until Mania 40. There's no no in-between. It either happens, protect well, unless he gets cashed in on, it's not going to happen at Money in the Bank, but it either happens at SummerSlam or Mania 40. There's no in-between for me. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot my shot. If Roman is still championed by the Rumble... He loses it at Mania Forty to Cody. If he loses, if if, okay. if it's, I don't know where it goes before then. But he's still champion by the Rumble. I think I think we see him and Cody at Mania again. Well, I I really don't want Cody to win two back to back Rumbles. No, I don't. No, I don't. I, 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 don't I, I would. I would have. I would have someone. I don't even know how they could do it, but I'm. Without Cody, would need a way to get on to SmackDown, really. But I would, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to see him win two back to back Rumbles. But I just feel like, I feel like as for the for the WWE Championship, it's, it's got to be Cody. Um, yeah. Again, I would love something out of absolutely no way. Again, like while the iron's hot, the opportunity for Roman to lose the belt, if it's not now, then it would be in a year's time. But I just think yeah. like they could have the match at um, Money in the Bank, and then the Usos win, and then Roman gets in Solo's face, and he's like, "What are you doing? You just failed me. You as well." Then he gives yeah, him some yeah. spike. Early night comes down after he's won Money in the Bank, cashes in, and wins. That's a dream scenario. Again, total yeah. out of nowhere. Like, who the hell is this guy? Like, what's happening here? Like, you know, a Bruno Sammartino, for example. I think lost the title to someone out of absolutely nowhere. Because uh, the thing is, I, I suppose, 
now that Reigns has built himself up to this this level, he doesn't the, the bloodline feud doesn't need him to be champion for him to you know on. for him to mm-hmm. carry on with the Usos or with Solo or, or or what have you. He's big enough to carry that without the belt. So mm-hmm. it's it's an option. And I think if they were to pull the trigger almost instantly, it would be a nice case in the storytelling of, well, you you were all the way here a, a month ago. Now you're all the way down. You've lost your belt. You've That's lost your those just to show how quickly you can fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, like I've always said, I wanted to see him get to a thousand days, and then I was ready for him to lose the belt. So any day it happens now, I will be okay with it. Like you said, Stu, doesn't need the belt to continue the story, but I wouldn't be surprised because he's got them other two belts. If he lost the belt and he was still walking around with the other two, going, "Well, no, I've got these. Yeah. I'm, I'm still the champion." But playing to that real paranoia thing, like, "No, I'm yes. a, yeah. what do you mean? I'm still cha- have um yeah. have the announcers still announce him as." you know, universal champion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've got the um, the whole money in the bank situation uh, when, when that does happen. Um, he's going to be the fourth longest reigning champion of all time when money in the bank comes around. You know, and that's something else they'll talk about because, again, Pedro Morales apparently matches that record this Friday. Friday, isn't it? Yeah. So he's going to be in the top five, top four. By the time Money in the Bank comes, and the only way he gets in the top three is if he has it till September next year, which I really, really hope he doesn't. <laughs> I think I no. think four is as high as he goes mm-hmm. on the list. Yeah, yeah. But this whole paranoia thing of him, well, he has to be madness. Yeah, mm. yeah. The whole descent into madness thing. I'm a huge fan of storylines like that. So Roman to start doing that. You've seen like sort of bits of that where he'll be all right then he'll start yelling and then he's going like descending into madness essentially because he'll laugh like oh that's funny then he'll just like you know scream at someone it's uh, <laughs> uh he definitely has that in his locker as well yeah i'll so, be all for it yeah mm, um is there anything else to add on that segment lads not that oh, i can I think, of. think of anything i think we've covered it all off so, um We'll go to the questions on your TikTok live, Johnny, if you do have any. We do have a couple. Um, we had one from uh, Ross, uh, but we've answered it because Ross's question was, uh, what do you think of the CM Punk promo um, okay. on Collision? And we've answered that. Um, we have a question. This is more of a quick fire one. This I'm sure we've all got an answer uh, from Education. He's got two actually, and I can answer them both almost instantly. Uh, first one is what's your favourite WWE move? For me, it's it's probably the RKO. Yeah, I like the F5. I like the F5. I also really like the curb stomp. Um, but <laughs> You know, oh, uh, do you know? I, I, I will go the end of days. However, no, not the end of days. I will go the RKO, but the end of days would would probably be up there for me. Do you know I what? Really though, like as well, if it's sold properly, a DDT looks really good. It does. Yeah, just yeah. a standard DDT yeah. looks really good. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll go RKO. Um, I'll go RKO, yeah. So you can hear, you guys on the live, you can hear my questions, but uh, my answers. But if you want to hear uh, Johnny and Stu's, you're going to have to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Favourite pay-per-view? Uh, for me, it's the Royal Rumble. I love the Royal Rumble. It's hard to argue with a Royal Rumble. If we're just meaning, like, in general, like, is, that is the most I'm taking one, it. Yes. I'm taking it as in, in general. Yeah. Well, yeah, Royal Rumble I, matches always. So. Yeah, I th- I'd, I would I would probably probably agree. I'll tell you what, though. If, if they were done properly, like they were back in the day, uh, uh, a proper Survivor Series match. I was always a big fan of. Yeah, a huge, huge fan of a Survivor Series match. But Rumble. Now, also as well, just to throw back, how much legitimacy was behind it? I don't know, but I and I think it would work better in 2023. But I really like Cyber Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If, if, let's say uh, if it was done properly and it was actually that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, whose game is it? Well. L-A-Night. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it for the questions? Oh, just a a shout out whilst we're here. Um, I was drinking whilst we were on there and Be Our Guest Designs came in to say Uh, nice cup. So thank you for the cup, Be Our Guest Designs. Thank you very much. Thank you, Be Our Guest. Appreciate this so much. I I haven't got my cup, but I have got the hat that they... uh... That they did send the prototype of the hat that they sent. Yeah. So, so. You've, you've, you've got the only version of the hat so far. I have yeah. got that. The only version. Yeah. Of the you've, hat got, so you've got the the one of one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've answered that question about Romans that, that second bump. Um, Biggie D has said, "Is it just me, or do you agree that we're getting less and less actual wrestling and more and more talking?" Uh, do you know? Do you know what? I really, I nearly mentioned that in a video I did about SmackDown. It felt like the matches were really quick, um, but at the same time, that they didn't feel rushed i don't it was hard i I felt it was really weird watching it there was a few that i felt like oh i've blinked and it's like you know the the tag team match in the mixed tag match i felt ended really quickly um but yeah probably on the whole we are seeing probably one too many segments especially on raw i think they do it a lot on a lot on raw for that third hour that they don't need yeah that's uh, that's that'll be why they want to try to fill that up yeah yeah. And actually, just just a quick ad lib on that. How smooth does Karrion Cross's new finisher look? I enjoyed that oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really like an cool. it was like an F five, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. Uh, so that's that. Uh, we did have another question. Uh, Lee, great question, but we won't answer that on here because this is strictly a wrestling podcast. Um, and that's a question about football. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can do uh, snapbacks and beards extra. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be- beards and snapbacks, the football podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, like, boots uh, and beards, surely. Yeah, boots and beards. Boots and beards. <laughs> there we go. Uh, 
opinions on Dolph Ziggler. Uh, underappreciated, underutilized, underused, undervalued. Yeah, all of them. Under, under everything. Everything it suggests been that he uh, hasn't been tracked correctly. Yes, that is Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. It should have been him. Um, well, I give him full credit to being like he is just such a professional, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever he asks to do, he, he does it and he doesn't seem to complain, at least publicly. Yeah. Can't really complain about that, you know. I think that's probably one of his downfalls, to be fair, because he doesn't really he doesn't go, No, I deserve better. He, you know, he, he just does what he's asked. And... I, I do, I think as well, like. He definitely deserves better and should get better. But I think he also, he's smart enough to know he's actually got a pretty sweet deal, like because he's allowed to go off and do all his comedy stuff and bits and pieces like that. So I, I think he is, yeah, he has got, he's got a bit of a sweet deal out of it. But yeah, he, he definitely deserves to, deserves more than what he gets. Yes, I agree. Um, there's probably three that I could think of like that, actually. Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin. And the Miz, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, none of them get the proper treatment that they should. The Miz or and the, the respect on their the same background as well, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And if it wasn't long ago that the Miz and Dolph Ziggler had that feud over the IC title that was just or it, you know, that was the main title yeah. because of them mm-hmm. too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, that wasn't that long ago, really. Not really, as a, you know. No. As, for as long as wrestling's been around. Um, then we've got one final question from Liam. Uh, it's literally just come in now. Um, I feel like we kind of touched on it um, when we spoke about uh, the Grayson Waller effect, but what's happening with Grayson Waller expecting a feud, but nothing yet. I don't, he's not, he's not had a match, has he? I think he's had. Has he got an injury? Oh, has he? I don't, I'm not. I, 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 I'm thinking that's the only reason that um, that he's not had a match yet is that he's got an injury. Is any if there are any Grayson Waller fans, then you know, let us know. Just uh, uh, I think it'll be like I think I can name. A I know a couple of Waller fans. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, <laughs> hit, hit us up with uh, with any any info on any injuries for Grayson Waller. Hmm. I, I think like right. yeah, I, I I don't know because he hasn't wrestled in a while on NXT either. Um, NXT should be plagued with injuries for a while. I mean, I guess the ideal first feud would be LA Knight because both talk very good talkers. Or, much... or Dol- Dolph Ziggler, because that's who everyone from NXT faces when they come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he's a free agent, Dolph Ziggler, so of course he can do that. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting question, though, who he would go for first when he does eventually get that uh, match. Austin Theory, probably probably will fight for the United States title not long after he starts wrestling. Yeah. He had that feud with AJ on uh, NXT as well, didn't he? I wonder mm-hmm. if... Uh, yeah. Oh, he had, he had a feud with LA Knight on NXT, so that's probably rules that out. He's already done it. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll call it at Dolph Ziggler. Or The Miz, because yeah. they're both the same sort of people. Yeah, that's true. I'll, that I'll go is... for Austin Theory. Um, but, yeah. And that, that is it for the questions. Um, I do have one question myself that I wanted to get your boys' opinions on. Yeah. Now, this is me thinking that Baron Corbin is going to win it, uh, but there are rumours that the NXT title will be defended at SummerSlam. And what are your guys' thoughts on that? 
I think that's that's where that's where Corbin wins it. I think I, I I remember saying to you, I think he will win it. I just I didn't know if he'd do it at his first opportunity or if he would um he'd need more than one one bite at it. But I think it makes it makes sense for him to go down there and be champion. And if we're gonna see Carmelo Hayes come up to come up to the main roster if they've got something for him, it you know, there's no harm in him being defeated by a you know someone that's been on the main roster, even though they haven't been as used as well as Corbin should have been. Yeah, and then, you know, that would be with starting NXT being tracked as the third brand, because I think they were talking about they want it to be taken, mm-hmm. treated as the same level. Uh, Baron Corbin can continue a rivalry with Ilya Dragunov, obviously who he beat because of help. He didn't actually beat him fairly. So there is a storyline still continuing there as well. So that Which, would, you know... I was say that makes Corbin the number one contender for this week or next week, I think. But um, I think, like you say, Stu, I don't think he wins it here. I think like he he, he might win it later down the line. Yeah. Oh, one quick question: the uh, World Heavyweight Championship Open Tournament. Who do we think is going to take that challenge? Is it Logan Paul? I mean, it could be, um, but I think it's probably going to be Dominic Mysterio. I, it would make sense for it to be Dom, wouldn't it? Really. Yes, yeah, actually that yeah, that that's probably it, yeah. <laughs> um that's that's who I'd put my money on. Although um, Dom should be Dom should be in money in the bank and win money in the bank and cash in on Seth, but you know I so. swear <laughs> to God though, if he does this open challenge and we hear wrestling has more than one royal family, I'm switching off. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm well, no, but to be fair, think about that. That could happen, and Dom costs Cody. Yeah, I'd, I'd be or, down or, to to, or to really get the heat, he could come out dressed as Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the music. He comes out with his dyed blonde hair, and he, with know. a temporary tattoo on his on his head. <laughs> <laughs> what this off WWE shop lads? Um, <laughs> oh, that would be phenomenal. I would enjoy that a lot. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but um, he's defending against Finn, so whoever it is, isn't. Mm. It, unless, unless, unless Finn sends out JD McDonough to, to try and soften him up. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. But, mm. You know. But, yeah, I think, I think Dom's the, is probably the safe choice. But that's, um, well, we've gone quite long on today, an hour and a half podcast. And um, we do have another podcast coming before Money in the Bank. It's next week will be the predictions for us to lock in those predictions that we are going to um, do before the show, as we usually do. And then we'll, of course, have a recap um, on the Monday after. And, um, well, the Wednesday after for you guys. But, uh, yeah, we are going to be um, very much in the money in the bank mode for the next couple of weeks. Very exciting for that. And, uh, oh, again, as always, guys, thank you for being on the podcast, of course. Uh, Stu, thank you very much. Where can we find you on the, all the socials? Yep. So my Instagram, that wrestling gram, is where you can find me that I'm slowly starting to build up. Um, but my main social is my TikTok. Uh, that wrestling guy at TWG 1991. Go over there and check out my videos on all things wrestling. And Johnny, where can we find you? 
Yeah, so I'm also on Instagram, uh, Jay Wrestlegram, uh, but I'm not on there all the time, although I am trying to grow that. Uh, you can also find me on TikTok at JE WrestleTalk, uh, where I'm currently trying to get to 2,000 followers before Money in the Bank. And I'm about, last time I looked, like 89 short. So if I can get those 89 followers uh, before Money in the Bank, that would mean the world to me. So if you don't follow and you do like my content, give me a follow. Thank you, Johnny. And you can find me on TikTok at Johnny Goldsmith and Johnny underscore Goldsmith underscore on Instagram. And I am trying to get the 20K for Money in the Bank. I've got a bit more of an ambitious sort of number. I don't know if I'll get there, 600, but um, it would be nice. It would be nice. I think Johnny can definitely get the 2,000 by Money in the Bank. 600 start, is... Uh, start the hashtag follow in the bank. Follow in the bank, wrote a 20K. Follow in the bank. Follow in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I've, I've seen videos go viral before where that can happen, so hopefully there's potential there, but if not, you know, let's continue making great content until I get there anyway. Um, <laughs> but guys, thank you very much, as always, for being on the FOD, and thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next week for predictions. Cheers, guys. Okay, guys. See you soon. Thank you, guys. <laughs>